It's time for a new evolution in raising golfers, one that doesn't involve headaches, tears, or heading down the path of unknown. Whether you're trying to introduce children to the game of golf, help them play competitively, or play at a collegiate level, you're in the right place. This show is for any parent, player, or coach who wants to build a better team at home and on the golf course. This is the Raising Golfers Podcast. All right. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is your host, Travis Hauser, PGA professional here in Carlsbad, California. It is the 4th of July week. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for all Americans around the, the country. Get a chance to celebrate with friends and family, something that wasn't necessarily allowed last year for most of us. So it's going to be an exciting week for everyone here in America. It's also a great week to go out and play some golf. 4th of July is always a popular time to play some golf. And um, yeah, I hope you're out there enjoying your summer and getting a chance to have a lot of opportunities to play on the golf course. I'm going to first start off by saying thank you so much for all of you listeners out there all around the world. I really appreciate your kind feedback from the podcast and hopefully you know, you're getting a good chance to take some action from some of the things that you learn here on the podcast. If you haven't already, I would kindly request that you do go and subscribe to the podcast and on Apple Podcasts if you could leave some type of review. That would really help so that other people around the world can find this podcast and they can also take away a lot of the benefits that come out from the wonderful guests and the topics that we talk about on the podcast. The podcast also has an Instagram account and Facebook account. Go and like that. I do put out um, some promotional things as far as when the next episodes are going to come out and also how to find and connect with some of the guests on the podcast. A couple weeks ago, I had the pleasure of going to the US Open, and I mentioned that on um, I mentioned that on a podcast a few weeks ago, but I didn't give you guys a recap. And my good friend Ryan, he said, you didn't give a recap on the podcast about how the US Open went, and I went to the US Open with him. And I'll tell you what, what a wonderful experience it was. We went on Sunday, and I really felt like we were very fortunate because there weren't that many fans there just because of the regulations. But any shot that we wanted to see or any player we wanted to kind of get up close to and see their their swings, their shots, their putts, it wasn't a problem. And I thought that was just kind of a wonderful experience. Didn't feel like we were like kind of fighting to get through the crowds or anything like that and, and get to places. It was just easy to access all parts of the golf course. I also thought we got to see a lot of the action too. I mean, we were just almost like right place, right time for everything. Uh, We even got to see at the very end, we got to see John Rahm make his birdie on 17 and then finish out on 18 with that huge birdie as well. So, you know, it was just really, really cool to be there at the US Open here in our hometown in San Diego. And I encourage you, if there is a tournament, a professional tournament near you, take your whole family out. It's just a great experience for the family. If you've got really young ones like myself, take them out to a practice round. You know, then there's a chance they can actually interact with the players. And, you know, you won't feel like you're actually disturbing the players while they're they're playing. And I've had this experience taking my oldest when we were in Shanghai. We would always go to the HSBC. And the the players loved interacting with, with young little children. And it was never a problem if they were making noises. And most of them just said, oh, don't worry about it. It's, it's normal. I've got children. So, you know, and the practice rounds is a great time to take the family as well if you're concerned about, you know, making noise or um, if your young ones are are really little. So, uh, and if you do go out in those practice rounds, don't forget to bring their golf club. And maybe it's a plastic club and a a wiffle ball, but let them out there. They can, there's there's plenty of open grass to hit out there. And it's just a lot of fun. Today's topic 
is going to be about a couple of things. One of them is going to be kind of to follow up on some of the recent podcast interviews, which I've been doing recently, but talk about emotions and kind of just some simple ways to to kind of keep emotions almost in in control for for young children. And Kate Tempesta came on the podcast almost a year ago. And she said that children are these little people with big emotions. And I couldn't agree more. And, you know, a lot of times, whether it's playing games in a practice setting or even on the golf course, if a player's missed a putt, that it's really easy for the children to have these big, strong emotions because they're, they're out there trying so hard. And, of course, the results don't always match up to what their expectations are. So I wanted to give you a couple of tips of things that I've been doing recently in the summer camps that have been really helping out that I think will add benefit to your children, whether it's your students or your own children, and how to kind of get them in a, in a mindset that takes a lot of the results away, but kind of gives them a chance to focus on some other things. And I think it also helps with their emotions and um, some other developmental skills. So one thing I've been doing is a word of the day. So I'll give the students this word of the day. So let's just use sportsmanship as the word of the day. And then what we do as coaches is we encourage them through the tasks and the games and even on the on-course play to try to use sportsmanship as much as possible. And what's interesting about it is you really start seeing them not only encourage other players, but also themselves. And then let's just say they hit a shot that's not ideal. You've got these other players that are still encouraging them on. And it kind of helps keep their confidence up and their emotions controlled. And then by the end of the round, it's not that they're thinking so much about the results, even though it is there and they're trying hard, but it's more about coming back and telling coach or telling their parents, hey, you know, I did a good job showing sportsmanship today and I was able to encourage other players and other players were able to encourage me. And I think it it, it really helps allow them to develop important social skills. And I think it, again, gives them an opportunity just to try something new and try something different. So try to add that in, give them a word of the day, or maybe give them just a task of the day as well. Maybe not even just a word of the day, but let's just say you're going out to play nine holes on the golf course with your children, give them a task and just say, you know, okay, how about this? How about today on every single shot, you just tried to do your pre-shot routine. Or another one could be, okay, today on every single putt, I want you to line up the putt. Or today on every single shot, I want you to tell me one thing you notice on the golf hole, and it could be, you know, a tree, it could be an animal, it could be a bunker, it could be anything. And again, it's just giving these little tasks while they're out there. And these tasks then kind of allow them to focus not so much just on the results all the time, but also allow them to kind of use some of their senses. And again, kind of have a task at hand that's just not so based on the results. And you'd be surprised how well that can kind of, you know, teach them to control their emotions and also teach them just to think about other things besides results. There's another uh, real important word of the day that I would like to talk about. And I think it's been something that was brought on to me from Dr. Beth Brown. She came on the podcast a few weeks ago and she also has this book series and it's Adventures with Divot and Swish. So I was fortunate to get a book from her, and the one that she sent me is The Adventures of Divot and Swish in Costa Rica, and the topic is The Superpower of Courage. 
Now, what I thought was cool about not only this book, but just the idea of promoting courage in children is that, number one, it allows them to try new things. So, you know, going on the golf course can be scary. Going to a new golf class with new students, that can be scary. Hitting a driver for the first time, that can be scary. But kind of encouraging them to try these new things and have the courage to do that will develop their skills in so many ways. And also kind of allows them to understand that making mistakes is okay. It's part of the learning process. And it's going to teach them also not to give up. So in the book, just to just to summarize one important point is that the two characters, Div and Swish, they go surfing, which they've never done before. And I don't know if you've ever gone surfing before. I have. And it's not an easy thing, especially at first. And trust me, you are going to fall down. And that's one of the, the worries that these two characters have. But they're surf coach really encourages them and encourages them not to worry about those things and just to have courage. If you haven't gotten a chance to check out this book, I'll share it in the show notes. It's really good for children. There's so many cool things inside this book. And I think just understand that superpower courage, I think is just huge for children. And during our week uh, of summer camp, mistakes was actually one of the words of the day. And that one, I think, resonated the best because the children were actually going out there and they were just kind of talking about the mistakes and we summarized the mistakes and talked about how they learned from them. And it gave them so much courage as well that they can go out there and mistakes are okay and that's totally fine. And when they understand that, again, going back to the emotional benefits, really helps calm them and, and, and make them feel that they're just not secluded in making these mistakes, whether it's in a tournament or around their peers in a practice setting or during a game. And I think having that courage and the ability to understand that mistakes are okay and, 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 and that they don't need to give up and having a little bit more of adversity, it will go a long ways. Now, the last thing I want to talk about on this short episode is leaving things up to chance. So what I noticed was as a golf coach and even as a parent, a lot of times if it's quote unquote our decision for whatever the activity is, a lot of times children don't like that. So they, they'll come back and they'll say, well... I don't want to do this, be, you know, I'd rather do this other thing. Or I didn't like that because you chose that. I want to choose something. Well, okay, one, you can let them maybe try to choose some of the activities. But two, the thing I'm talking about leaving up to chance is that a lot of times in golf as well, things are out of our hands and just in sports generally. So what I did is I tried something new and I got this idea from one of the Operation 36 games. I just kind of added some uh, modifications to it. But I took a deck of cards and I had children take a card and each card represented a different thing. So, for example, one of them was to have them practice putting or we did a putting game. And if they took a face card, then their team had to make 10 putts from a very short distance. Once they finished making 10 putts, they had to come back and grab another card. It could have been a two. It could have been a three. It could have been a 10. And they had to putt as many putts as possible in a short period of time. And by the end, it was the team who had the most cards in their own deck that they collected was the winners. And not a single child complained when they took a face card because it was up to chance. It wasn't me that said, hey, go make 10 putts. It was the card that said make 10 putts. So then I was like, okay, this is awesome. This is great. I love this idea of chance. So I took the deck of cards out to the golf course and I took out a bunch of cards like twos, threes, fours, fives, and sixes, but I left seven, eight, nine, and then I left the face cards. So I said, all right, if you, if you pull the nine from the deck, then you need to hit nine off the tee. Or if you pull an ace or a king, you have to hit driver off the tee. And some of the holes are short. So like there were some holes that were like 60 yards and I had a 12-year-old hitting a driver off the tee. 
And guess what? They figured out how to hit the ball a pretty close distance to the hole using the driver. And it was really, really cool just to see them try to use the clubs in so many different ways. And again, it was exciting for them because they didn't know what card they were going to get next. So there was a lot of this anticipation behind every single hole. And then I started mixing it up even more. And I said, okay, if you get a face card, you tee off from the whites. But if you get a non-face card, then you tee off from the adjusted tees. And so every hole, again, it was like kind of this anticipation is, hmm, where am I going to start? And it wasn't me that was telling them what to do and starting here. Because sometimes they say, okay, guys, on hole, hole, hole six, we're starting from the adjusted tees. And they go, oh, I want to play from the whites. And I get it. But there's a lot of things that we want to practice and learn on the golf course. But again, leaving it up to chance. So here's my actionable tip for you. Do something like that. Take a deck of cards out. You know, make up some rules or let them make up the rules as far as what each card can represent. And just that level of anticipation and chance behind something that's out of all of our hands adds a lot of interest and it encourages them and it also keeps their emotions controlled because then it's again it's this thing that's happened by chance not because it's something that's been put on them or forced on them so i really love that i'm going to uh, implement it into some of my other group classes as well and i'm going to start thinking of a lot of variations that i can do with a deck of cards and I hope that you can think of some other ideas. If you have other ideas that are related to that or up to chance, send me a message. I'd love to hear them. I'd like to implement them into my coaching as well. And just to make the experience that much better. So just to wrap this up, try to find ways to help children learn how to control their emotions. And I think the best way to do it is not to tell them what to do when they're having um, situations where they lacking the skills of controlling emotions, but give them opportunities so they can be more proactive so that when the situations do happen on the golf course or in a tournament or during a game, they've already learned the skill because they've learned how to focus on other things than just the results of the game or the match or the tournament and encourage them to go out and have a lot of courage making mistakes is okay. It's part of the learning process and add in sometimes that we can leave things up to chance. A lot of things in life are out of our control and in golf, it's the same. But if we can learn that sometimes those things are out of our hands, it'll help us and it'll help our children control their emotions even more and make them into stronger human beings. Thanks so much for listening this week. In the next few weeks, we're going to have some more guests coming on. We've got some guests that we've had in the past from the podcast, and we've also got some new guests coming on the podcast to share some really, really cool things. So stay tuned here over the next few weeks through the summer. Thank you guys. Have a great week and look forward to hearing your feedback.